to TV I Say with Ashley Ray. I'm your host, Ashley Ray, of course. We are here today talking about some really exciting TV. We have amazing guests on the podcast today. We have David and Annie from 90 Day Fiance and now Spice It Up with David and Annie, their Facebook watch show. I am so excited to talk to them. Before we get to that, you know what time it is. It's time for the watch list. It's the part of the podcast where I talk about everything I'm watching, which, if you know me, is too much, too much TV. First up on the list is the Goldbergs. They had a really great breakup episode last week. You know, I just really enjoyed it. I think they're doing some really interesting things with the cast as the kids get older. They're keeping things interesting in some great ways. So really just love what the Goldbergs is doing. Blackish, you guys know I love family sitcoms. Blackish had a Black Lives Matter episode last week that I don't know how successful it was. A lot of times they pit Junior and Dre against each other, but they'll just kind of throw Junior into like a new hobby that he only cares about for a week. And that kind of felt like the vibe here where it was like, well, why all of a sudden does Junior care about this? And it's something that doesn't have such a big influence on the plot, but but is more just like a minor episodic moment, which, you know, isn't great when it's about protesting and Black Lives Matter. So... I thought that episode was a bit of a miss. Superstore had a great episode last week. The big breakup episode happened. You know, everybody knows America's leaving the show. They finally did it. I won't spoil how that breakup happens, but I did think it was pretty moving. And I think the show will be okay without her. I'm a big fan of Amy, but I just think Superstore is such a wonderful ensemble show at this point that they'll rebound. After that, I got into the Leah Remini Netflix show about Scientology, which was really good. I mean, I love cult shows. I think everybody (laughs) knows that with the whole Seduce the Vow thing. But even outside of that, shows like Escaping Polygamy are shows I love. And so this one, I think, is pretty good. It tells stories that I think don't really get highlighted because people just kind of laugh at Scientology. It's so ridiculous. How could anyone fall for it? If you do, you kind of deserve it. But this really kind of brings the reality of it to life, that there are so many people who are born into it that they aren't really given this choice. So I really would say I'd recommend checking that out. After that, our cartoon president, I finished it up. The last season ended since our last episode, season three. Absolutely loved that finale, thought it was great. Obviously ended with Biden winning, as we now know. So check out the last season of our cartoon president. The Amber Ruffin Show continues to be amazing. They have a new episode out today. Last week's episode was so good. Had a really charming story about Amber basically like breaking her couch and using a can of beans to keep it up. And the guy from Mythbusters was like, that's not safe. What if the can explodes and made her a leg for a chair? And it's a really cute story. I'd recommend watching it. Amber Ruffin Show is a must watch for the pod. Moonbase 8 came out this past Sunday. And just for you guys, just for this podcast, I binged it all in a night. I watched all the episodes. They're all available now on Showtime or Hulu, however you watch your Showtime. And I watched it all. You know, I thought it was okay. Moonbase 8. It was cute. Uh, It's certainly John C. Riley, Fred Armisen, Tim Heidecker. It's a loaded cast of talented people. I mean, I really like two of them. But I don't know. I felt like it wasn't even as funny as Space Force. 
It was very unclear in what it sort of wanted to do. It felt kind of like a show that was made in like a very kind of earnest part of the early 2000s. Like when The Office was big, I felt like it was more that vibe than sort of this weird humor that I wanted it to be. I can't say that I need a second season, but it's a watch if you're needing TV to watch. Bob's Burgers had a super, super delightful, wonderful episode this past Sunday that I absolutely loved. Uh, Time Capsule episode. I love a Bob's Burgers B-plot where it's just like, and Linda can't whistle. They're going to do some amazing things with something so simple. And obviously, still watching 90 Day Fiance the other way. I'm not going to go into that because we have David and Annie on the podcast. They're going to go into that. So that's it. That's it for the watch list. That's everything I've been watching. Next up is our clip of the week. What is my clip of the week? I have to give it to our cartoon president. I love the song that they play at the end of the episode. If you watch the show, they play the song that's just ridiculous, like 80s pop song about Donald Trump being the president and how ridiculous that is. So, of course, I wondered, you know, in the aftermath of everything, would they do a new version of that? And of course, they did. They updated the lyrics. So that is my clip of the week, the new song from our cartoon president. That's it. That's the clip of the week from our cartoon president. Before we go into our interview with David and Annie, this is my spoiler bitch disclaimer. We will be talking about 90 Day Fiance, 90 Day Fiance the other way. But, you know, no spoilers in this one. Not giving up anything. If you're caught up on the show, if you know what's going on with Brittany and Yazan, if you're reading my recaps on Vulture, you will be all set for this interview. No big spoilers for the franchise. So please enjoy. TV MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. 
Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. to have you both here today on tv i say we have what i consider to be 90 day fiance royalty just my absolute favorite couple they make me believe in love again David and Andy. <laughs> welcome thank to the show so well thank you for having us first and foremost and it's it is so humbling you know we hear that obviously quite often and it's like and i call annie my queen because personally to me a queen is somebody who does for somebody else so that's kind of like why I always refer to her as my queen is because back when the pandemic started, we couldn't find masks. Annie started making them and then we got a sewing machine. So like taking care of others first. So that's kind of where I've always found it. Even with her own family, she always put them before everybody else. And that's kind of where I came up with the genesis of why I call her queen. <laughs> We're just happy to be part of this incredible pop culture phenomenon. And it's something I cherish every day. Yeah, and you two have certainly become fan favorites. I think especially with your time on Pillow Talk, that's really when my mom especially, she loved it. And and she says, she was like, you need to tell David, he needs to call Annie Queen because she's amazing. She's so great. She is. And I think she really loved seeing Annie, you cook on Pillow Talk and the snack that you would make. On the base, right? Yeah, on the bed. So, so is that something you do a lot? Do you two like to make snacks and watch TV? Or was that just something you kind of started doing for Pillow Talk? Yeah, I mean, to me, I can't cook anywhere, anytime. You know, depend on what ingredient, what the tool we have, you know, have hot pot. I can cook anything, anywhere, anytime. Understand, even at her home to this day, even though we built a kitchen in Thailand for her family, they still cook on charcoal outside. Oh, yeah. Punched the over. Food, like, the charcoal, the stuff, original and stuff. We not really cook with gas, electric that much. Because over there, we can find, you know, better natural stuff to cook. And they get the better taste. Yeah, it's really yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So that's why, like, for her to cook, even when we were in China, we had a kitchen. But sometimes she'd sit out in the living room and she'd take and make her own curry and because she makes things from scratch as well as, you know, buying, obviously, prepackaged and then turning it into her own. Like that, the reason why I was a couple minutes late is I was starting to prep. She's going to make the basil chicken tonight. So I was prepping the chilies, the garlic, and ground turkey, gapow, which is the basil. You know, it's fun. Annie's cooking is amazing. So obviously, you like to watch 90 Day Fiance. What else are you watching right now? Well, I have to say, my favorite show, obviously, is Pillow Talk. I would be... He watched you know. himself and he <laughs> cried with himself. And when he see himself cry on TV and also he laughed with himself and he see himself loving on TV. It's kind of confusing. And I did a video one time, like when he cried, what the scene you cried for. Oh, when Kenny and Armando. Uh-huh. Uh, and he sit on the couch and he watched himself cry and he start crying. It's like, oh. <laughs> well, yeah, but we, we love Kenny all the and Armando. Yeah, Kenny and Armando are so emotional. I feel like I cry almost during all oh, their scenes. Yes, well, every scene. Well, let me kind of explain why for some of it is, you know, Kenny is five years older than I am. But I also had a lot of friends who grew up that didn't come out like he did. And that's why he moved to Florida. So you could feel for them and had friends that obviously had passed away from HIV AIDS. At that time, it was, you know, we kind of look at COVID now the way in the 80s, they would look at HIV like taboo. It kind of brings back that obviously different 
So I felt for Kenny in that and really have a soft spot for Kenny and Armando, different cultures, age differences. And then you see little Hannah and it's given the story. So it was very emotional. But just see the people who try to be themselves and try to be loved, try to have some love for each other and share the love and their journey to the world. That's amazing. And so I want to ask this question for me is, and this is a big one. Are you team Darcy or team Tom? Well, I don't know if you have to pick a team, but I have a soft spot for Darcy because she is just chasing her dream. And, you know, she just wants love. Like, yeah, I just want some love. You know, it's just hard. And I hope this works out for her. I hope this engagement is everything that she desires. And I cried when he finally proposed when it was a ring and not an apartment key. Oh, my God. It wasn't a skeleton key to an 1849. It wasn't like going to Hogwarts, you know, that you just got accepted into um, Harry Potter. So I'm happy for Darcy. Obviously, there's sibling rivalry between Darcy and Stacey. How can there not be? They have two Europeans and they're twins. And, you know, so their journey is amazing. And yes, you do kind of bond with people, especially the ones that are going overseas to live, as I lived overseas for five years. So when you see them going overseas, like Ari and Benny, and she's in a hospital and doesn't speak the language. Mm. I worked in China and Annie had two wisdom teeth pulled there and language was tough Yeah, and not knowing how to. So I felt for her. And so yeah. it was you feel for people. Yeah, I like that. You two always, whenever I watch Pillow Talk with you, I'm like, okay, okay, I'll be nicer to Tom even. I'll give people credit. <laughs> so, well, now so that he's on you. Pillow Talk, I have to be nicer. No, <laughs> you know, Tom is Tom. It's his British humor sometimes a little bit harder to for understand. us to, you know, because we're not British. We don't have that dry wit. You know, when he fat shamed Darcy that time, I took it, per, you know, but he wasn't trying to be mean. It was just Tom. Yeah, he mean. <laughs> yeah. I think he's mean. I, I think, think he's mean. <laughs> Thank you, Annie. Oh, I think mean. he's mean. <laughs> you two obviously come from different cultures. When you were sort of dating, getting to know each other, did you introduce each other to different shows? Were there classic American TV shows that you were like, Annie, you have to watch this? Anything like that? Yes, absolutely. I When we first started dating, had her watch Family Guy, American Dad. One, it would help with English because that's how I would teach my students sometimes via cartoons and because you easier not to feel so threatened by the language. <laughs> then she started watching Netflix. What was that called? The rain. Yeah. And all of a sudden she was getting a British accent. I'm like, no, no, we're going back to family guy. <laughs> and then we started watching shameless and Annie just, we love oh, shame. Bad words. Yeah. That's why every other yeah. word out of her mouth is fuck this, fuck that. I'm like, no, 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 you can't. <laughs> You can't go to my mom's house and say, oh, my God, mom, this is fucking delicious. So it's not a word that we use just kind of it, didn't understand yeah. that. Yeah, the first, yeah. Uh, like first we first date and I go and say, oh, this is fucking good. Uh, darling, this is fucking good. You look at my face like, oh, my God. No, we don't say that. First, don't call me darling. You're not a British nanny. I can deal with the F word, but... <laughs> darling is something that Tom and Emma's grandmother calls him. Darling, come on over for tea. You know, it's <laughs> watching Shameless yeah. is like kind of watching Angela. You never know what's going to come out of their mouth. Yeah. Absolutely true. I think Shameless is an entertaining mm-hmm. show. Maybe not the best for learning English. Just, you know, when you asked earlier about things that we watch, and you were talking about Shameless and American Dad, Family Guy, she was watching The Rain. I tried to get her into The Crown, but she never could get into it. <laughs> <laughs> hard time with that show too it moved a little because all the actor dad is handsome and beautiful that's the reason why i like to watch 
<laughs> and the story is so fun to follow. Not because all the silly they have so many episodes. If they're not very good, you cannot watch it. But the rain is very good. Continue keep watching. It's just so much fun to me. I just love that. You know, like Seth Rogen movies, we absolutely love. So whether Pineapple Express or Forty Year Old Virgin Knocked Up and The Dictator, one of the first movies she saw was when I was living in China. Is The Dictator was kind of like being talked about, and I have a fascination with North Korea because I lived far from there when I was living in China. And I was going to go there for New Year's Eve one year because you could do a four day tour. And I just because North Korea really has a lot of resemblance to China, the buildings, the design. So when they made the movie, I was like, you have to see this. You know, fun fact, Seth Rogen is a big fan of 90 Day Fiance. Yes, I saw he and I don't tweet, but I saw that he um, Mm -hmm. Seth Rogen, the one with the curly hair, the one in the dictator when they go over. Oh, so it's yeah, I had to describe Seth Rogen to my mom the same way. I was like, Mom, he was in Superbad, Pineapple Express. And she was just like, well, I know David and Annie. To us, we're everyday people. We just happen to be on TV and we love the show. And let me kind of explain. And I've said this before. I love travel. We just went to Tanzania. I surprised her with that. And I have another trip in December. I'm going to surprise her with that. I haven't told her where yet, as I like to do last minute telling her. But I've been to 65 countries and Anthony Bourdain and Andrew Zimmer were like my inspiration many years ago. And that's part of why I love 90 Days, because you're adding food, culture, and then you throw in relationships and then the visa process. And that's why the show is just you're sucked into it because you can relate to it. You know somebody who's either married somebody or you've talked to somebody or you moved overseas or so you can relate to it in so many different ways. We have never had a long distance relationship because we haven't been apart since we've been married for more than 12 hours. Yeah. <laughs> we do everything together. And even when we were engaged waiting on the K-1, I was working and living in China. Yeah. And I think that that passion and chemistry really shows, especially on your own cooking show, your Facebook watch show, Spice It Up with David and Annie, which I got to see the first two episodes. It's so fun to just watch you two to bounce off of each other. I feel like, Annie, you have so much fun cooking and I just love watching you cook. And then sometimes I'm just like, how much salt did she even say? (laughs) (laughs) Well, she always does everything cooked to your own taste. So that's kind of one of the most exciting is sometimes she's in the mood for something spicier or saltier or more sour. Mm -hmm. So it depends on her mood. So I'll say, what do you feel like eating? I don't know. She'll get mad at herself and then she'll answer her own question. And then she just makes whatever. I'm the same way. (laughs) Thank you for watching. Yeah, we appreciate it. New episode this Wednesday. And after it's on Facebook Watch, it'll be on TLC Me. So you can see it on there. The first episode right now is on TLCMe.com. It's fun because we get to share not only Thai food, but, you know, just even other cuisine that we practice with, whether it's like making lumpia from the Philippines or trying to make it Bengambartha from India, the eggplant, because we love to try international yeah, food. Yeah. We just say, I was hey, going to say, Annie, how much are you teaching David? Because I feel like he's not maybe too good in the kitchen. I feel like maybe you're teaching him. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm not really teach him, but he look and he when he remembers, you know, he can do a chicken Thai basil. What else you can Fried do? Fried rice. Fried rice. A little bit. <laughs> but a Thai omelet, you know, the scrambled eggs or a Thai omelet I can do. Yeah. Hey, that's better than I'll make like a Mexican taco salad, which is the salad part of it, and then use the Thai spices. Mm. So it's kind of, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not a good cook because I like things really well done. 
he's not very good cook. That's why he stay in the kitchen, watch everything. <laughs> I'll prep some of the chilies and garlic. And, you know, I love spicy. We will be both do. And that's one of the things we bond over was Thai chili peppers. Any couple that can eat Thai peppers together will stay together. <laughs> That's a good tip. That's a good tip for the audience. With Thanksgiving coming up, do you have any big cooking plans? Do you do maybe like any sort of Thai fusion with your Thanksgiving food? Or do you just kind of take over for the American traditions? Well, actually, Thanksgiving Eve, we're catering a party. So we're cooking and dropping off. Yes, we just got an order today, you know, catering for 15 people. So I think for the Thanksgiving, I still do a turkey, but my way. I'm going to do a musman turkey and another, let's see what we can do. Maybe a <laughs> spring roll turkey. Yeah, turkey spring roll. And yeah. Of course, being Thanksgiving Eve, they probably don't want turkey yet because by Monday they're going to hate it. Like every Thanksgiving, you eat turkey once a year. When we were growing up, you didn't have it any other time during the year. But Thanksgiving, you had turkey, had leftover sandwiches on Friday and Saturday. By Sunday, mom was making pot pies. And by Monday, you didn't want anything to do with turkey for another year. <laughs> that was kind of like generation. And a couple of years ago, when we lived in Louisville. We'd go see my mom in West Virginia. That's where my mom lives. So we would drive over and spend Thanksgiving with her because her birthday is on the 22nd of November. So it's always around the time of her birthday. And it's been a tough year for everybody, but we do try to believe in optimism. And we always say if two people stick together, nothing bad can happen. And we believe that. And in any relationship, if you let outside influences come in, you're done, you're doomed. And when you let a third party, and especially with faithfulness and with all those things, and you can see from the relationships, the ones that survive and make it through is because they stick together. And you will see that time and time again. The biggest drama they have is when outside influences come in. Yeah, I think 90 Day Fiance makes that very clear. Whenever you see kind of the big drama between couples, it's like, well, stop listening to your mom. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, yeah, I'm not mentioning any individuals. Not, I'm not saying any moms in this case, but you know, it's, and although we get frustrated with some of them at times, like, why are you doing that? You still wish them the best. There's not like anybody you say, I hate on that. There's nobody that you hate. You might not like the way their journey is going at that time and the decisions that they're making. Yeah. But you still hope for the best. I mean, it's like watching right now with Yazan and Brittany. It's like he is going through a lot because of the cultural differences. Mm. And a lot of Americans, it's not that they are selfish. They just don't know. Yeah. And I think that one for me, in the beginning, I was really on Britney's side. I was just like, oh, of course, Britney should be able to be a feminist and be who she wants to be. And now I'm just like, oh, my gosh, Yazan, like he lost his family. He was homeless. Like, why doesn't yeah. she understand? When his and father did last thing week. It's a real. You know. That thing is real. So they will kill him. And that thing is a real too. Remember, he live in America. He lived in the Muslim country, the consulting. Yeah, and Jordan is Western. It's not like being in Saudi or where they still have loud drinking, obviously, as we saw yeah. last night. Yeah. Which is still like as you walk through the silk and be cognizant of it. When we travel and we've been to Nepal and we've been to Indonesia and Malaysia, Annie dresses very conservative. She's wearing Thai traditional dress right now that obviously in podcasts you can't see, but she wears a lot. She'll have them made over there to support the local villages. Yeah, 100%. Every country, every culture, the natural outfits, because I think they're just beautiful and just the way they are and the court and like a tell the history mm. of the country too. So when we went to 
Tanzania. We were in Zanzibar. And it's obviously harder. You can't find pre-made stuff for myself because nobody's really that big. <laughs> you know, the one Tanzanian that's on 300 kilogram life, they don't really, you know, cater that. But so we had some made traditional clothes and there's so much history that goes with it. And to really understand the best education is travel when we can, when we can safely just explore as we did last year. And we will again, I'm pretty sure towards 21 or 22 or sometime. Yeah. And those are the things that you love to share. And that's why I think the show is so popular. And especially yeah. a lot of the celebrities who have traveled, they haven't dabbled in relationships like that. So they're like, how does this guy get this girl? And how does this end up? You, you say, my Angela has a young, attractive man like Michael. And although he's had a few cakes in the face, he's loyal and loves her. Although he's not allowed, he has to have blinders on and he can't look at anything, but that's okay. No, I understand. I get it. She's a couple of years older than I am. And, you know, I used to be tough on Angela. And then you realize she really loves him and he really loves her. Yeah. And if it works for them, it works for them. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. And that's what I love about the show overall is that, you know, everyone gets to make it work their own way. Annie, I liked what you said, that sometimes you'll cook things and you do it your own way. And I think my big fiance is people doing their relationships their own way. They're figuring things out and it's easy to sit back and to judge and to pick sides. And I mean, I'm definitely guilty of that. I pick my teams. Yeah, you two are so good at watching and being so empathetic. And I think that's why people love watching you on Pillow Talk. Yeah, I've cried a few times this year. I mean, there are storylines that just because I get into it again, I lived overseas. So I know what it's like going through the visa process and obviously with an age difference. And every day is like the movie Fifty First Dates. I have to make her fall in love with me all over again. And I've said it before, whether it's making her coffee or getting her vitamins and her allergy medicine, because I get it before she does usually just because my sleep habits at my age are just not good. You know, and She's 20 some. She could sleep for 12 hours if she wants. And it's no big deal. Nothing could wake her. You know, it's the only thing would wake her is if I was trying to cook something. And then it's like, ding, 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 who's in my kitchen? <laughs> you know, who found my chilies? I smell garlic and chili. Just watching the journey of the show and just watching you two go from living in a place where you didn't have a kitchen and you were cooking on just a hot pot to having your own show with this beautiful kitchen where Annie can cook these beautiful meals. It just warms my heart so much. Oh, thank you. We had a very 
I want to say, stable life in Asia. Came to America, made the decision to come here, and it was a tough decision. I was ill-prepared for coming back here. It wasn't her fault. It was mine. <laughs> I, you know, everybody says, you know, did they depict you the right way? Yeah, I was not in a good place when I came back to America. And yes, we were in a firehouse and a storage facility. And then technically we were homeless for a couple of weeks because we had money, but we were unsure of what will be and then decided on Arizona, which is just such a positive energy here. If you've been to Sedona, if you've been up to, we go up to Greer Lodge a lot. Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon. There's an energy here that's very, very positive. I call this kind of my temporary home. My home will always be Thailand. You know, we have two condos there and that's eventually where we'll go back to at some point in our lives. Well, obviously, <laughs> you know, you know, she's 28, so obviously I'm 52, but that's our ultimate eventually is to settle there someday. Right now we're doing this journey that we're doing, cooking for people, sharing. When you share food, you can solve so many problems. Annie, has your family had a chance to come visit America? Do they have a plan or not? It depends on David and I. Do I think they might want to see American for a month. Just my mom and that's it. Nobody decide or have any plan to come live here. Oh, no. They wouldn't want to give up their water buffalo, their pigs, their chickens, (laughs) their farm, her fish. Yeah, you know, things aren't that great here, you know. Maybe just come visit for a weekend, have a a vacation. See a Sedona, see Arizona. It's a beautiful, amazing state, especially this time of year. It's very beautiful. And yeah, maybe someday in the future, if we don't move back to Asia. (laughs) I'd love to bring her mom. I want them to see it. You know, we put air conditioning in her mom's house. They hardly ever use it. They're so used to it, you know, 104 degrees. They don't put it on very much. And we put couches and a bedroom set in there. And we just built additional square footage around their house. And it's very comfortable for them. So now it's even more so. Now they're not going to want to visit. You know, they they want there. Mm -hmm. It sounds like you'll head back eventually. And that's a great plan. And I'm sure in Spice It Up with David and Annie, we'll get to see all these sort of variations of cooking across the country. And I'm so excited. Thank you so much for opening your kitchen up to the many 90 Day Fiance fans who I know love you too. Well, we appreciate watching and we hope that we could share just different cultures from our own experience and travels. And there's so many things that I learned. I have a master's degree, but the best educator in this is what I tell Annie is see the world because it gives you an understanding of why things are today is because of history. Anything new is history forgotten. And he cooked with some villagers. That's why it's very amazing, very interesting, very interesting. But in the middle of Zanzibar, she's cooking in a village. We went on this tour and she's literally cooking with these ladies. One looks just like her mom, an African version of her mom. And I'm like, the way she even looked, the way she said, and Annie's in there cooking and communicating as best as through yeah, a translator. Yeah, from the fire. I say, well, this is what we do in Thailand. Let's yeah. try So many of the cultural norms are shared. It is. When you share food, you can't fight. Well, unless you're with Pedro and River and they're kicking place, but that's another story. (laughs) We've gotten back. They they can make it happen. They can make a fight happen probably anywhere. (laughs) But in general, when you share each other's food and culture and you have a better understanding of each other, you have more of an appreciation. And not even just locally, but globally. And so just one last question. Anything you're excited to watch coming up? I know we have season eight of 90 Day Fiance. That'll be coming out soon. We can't which, wait. Yeah, yeah, I am so excited. Yes. I want to know who is the new cast member or the old cast member before the 90 Day. 
Yeah, yeah. We just want to see who is a cast member. Hey, let's get to know the guy. Oh, let's get to know the girl. And it's special because we were on season five and here we are on season eight. And each year the visa process changes and the world changes. You get a glimpse of, as you look from season one all the way now and how much has changed in eight years and how much will change in the next 90 days, let alone going forward. So and happily always has a special place because we were on that. And watching each person's journey is amazing. And we really appreciate you having us on. And I would tell this to each and every person that watches the show is we feel like we're part of the 90 day family, not just as a cast, but everybody that watches the show. I feel like we're part of this 90 day family and that this is kind of what's getting us through these trying times. All of it to me is like you said, a 90 day family. I watch all of it, everything. I love every part of it. I can't wait to see your thoughts on the new season on Pillow Talk. <laughs> I <laughs> You know, I love okay, even watching the strikes back to hear what they have to say about what you had to say. Yeah, oh, I watched I, that too. And then I was like, should we strike back and have a pillow fight? And I'm like, all right, no, no. You know what? Oh, I can, yeah. I can DLC, it. if you want that idea of yeah. pillow fight. Uh, but I'm like, David, okay. You know don't what? give that away for free, David. <laughs> well, we have to have something to do at midnight. I mean, it's, you know, it's, if you haven't had your TLC fix for the day. We appreciate it. We absolutely are honored to be a yeah, part of thank it. Thank you for watching. I thank you for having us today. And mm-hmm. looking forward for the new Pillow Talk next season. Yes. And everyone, make sure to catch up on new episodes of Spice It Up with David and Annie on Facebook Watch. New episodes every Wednesday, right? Wednesday. Yes, yes, every correct. Wednesday. Great. Thank you so much. What a delightful interview. I also want to say they're the nicest people, David and Annie, that I told them my mom was so excited about this interview that after we talked, they made me FaceTime her and take a picture. And it was so sweet. She was literally yelling. So thank you again, David and Annie, for making her day, for being so delightful, for making me believe in love again. Ugh, so good. If you enjoyed that conversation, please support the podcast. Please support TV I Say with Ashley Ray. You can support us on Patreon. That is patreon.com slash TV I Say pod. We have three different tiers, five, 10, $15, or you can just donate whatever you want, you know, help us out. This is a one woman show over here. I, I'm funding this out of just the love, the love I have for TV and the people who make it and the people who are on it. That's how it goes over here at TV I Say with Ashley Ray. So if you want to throw some money my way, that would be cool. Patreon.com slash TV I Say. Also, if you want to give us five stars, rate and review, we'd appreciate that too. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter at TV I Say Pod. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with another episode. The TV I Say theme song was made by Rafia. Santana, and our artwork was created by Chastity Hyman. TV I say with Ashley Ray. Another episode, another episode of TV.